This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. First, a word from our sponsor. The Daily Compliance News for March 14, 2022, the Call Bojo edition. We're going to save that story for the end of today's podcast. We begin with a story from the U.S. News and World Report, a first-time contributor to the Daily Compliance News, that the Kazakhstan Anti-Corruption Service has detained the ex-president's nephew, the president of Kazakhstan resigned in 2019, but stayed on his head as the nation's security council in January. Protests over fuel prices turned violent, and he was stripped of his security council role. Uh, and now his nephew is in the crosshairs of the Anti-Corruption Commission. So uh, more corruption fallout from a corrupt regime in Kazakhstan. Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, uh, Risk and Compliance Journal, Mingi Sun and others reporting, the uh, Afghanistan Taliban government has appointed a man blacklisted by the U.S., the U.N., and the EU to help run the countries, uh, to run the country's central bank. Uh, uh, Ahmed Zia um, is a senior Taliban official and financial leader sanctioned for managing funds intended for bombs and distributing money to Taliban commanders around the world. The U.S. has labeled him as a specially designated terrorist, and now he's appointed as the first deputy governor of the Afghanistan Bank. What this means, of course, is that um, the U.S. um, will have to deal with him, even though he's on the um, restricted list, and um, it's going to make it uh, very difficult moving forward. Next up from the New York Times, a really lengthy summary of where we are in the Roger Ng trial. Of course, Tim- of course Timothy Leisner has been on the stand, and the central question is, uh, can you trust, can the jurors trust that someone who has basically lied uh, at least his entire professional career at Goldman Sachs, not only professionally but personally, to uh, wives, girlfriends, and others he was in relationships with, um, whether that will be uh, hurt the government's prosecution or not. Of course, if there's corroborating evidence, that would go a long way towards a conviction of Roger Ng. But 
it's difficult to understand, uh, or rather difficult, uh, that Leisner, former uh, manager above Roger Ng, has tried to claim that uh, Roger Ng was really the mastermind behind the 1MDB scandal that engulfed Goldman Sachs. And finally, we're back to our lead story as the UK government has basically taken over the Chelsea Football Club and has announced that if you want to buy the Chelsea Football Club, please send in, uh, call uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, send fax, text, or uh, uh, email in your offer to buy Chelsea. So call Bojo. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.